listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Teen Mom 2 After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Teen Mom 2 After Show. Hello, welcome everybody. Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another episode of Teen Mom. We are at season four, our final season. It's crazy to think that it's like over. It's gone so fast. Yeah, it really has, if you think about it. And it's like there's not going to be any more. But episode seven, fresh start, which uh, I guess there's some things that started. Anyway, I am starting things off by saying that I'm Ed Bowling your host and we also have and i'm crystal ackley hi crystal hey how you doing good good we had uh you know i kind of felt like this episode was um i will go ahead and say boring did you yeah i wasn't excited because last week was such like a thriller right you know well there wasn't a lot of drama in this so it, it was very calm all around, I think, for all yes. four of the girls. I agree. But it also, I think it was an episode that kind of tied up loose ends and, you know, laid the groundwork for what's to come for the rest of the season. Uh, well, that's true. And definitely situations like Amber can't help but lay the groundwork, you know, because yeah. we know. <laughs> um, but there's some other stuff like with Farah, which, you know, we didn't know. and we, But because she was here, we know some stuff about where she's at now. And uh, Farah is our first one. So our first topic is Farrah Dates. Now, um, you know what? Philly D and Benjineer and Marissa Movies, they are they make fun of me because sometimes I forget things. (laughs) And but it's not that I'm not a fan of the show. I just can't remember. I blank out. I can't remember. What's her sister's name? I can't remember her sister's name. Ashley. Thank you. You're welcome. But I know Ashley. I don't make fun of you, Ed. It's just them. <laughs> oh, thanks, Benjineer. Um Okay, so anyway, so Ashley's gone. Mm-hmm. Okay. And all of a sudden, things are much more calm, right? Yes, very much so, between Farah and her mother. Things are better with her mom. Her sister's gone. And even, you know, last episode, we could see that it was like the real fire was between you know, Ashley and her mom. There, yeah, it seemed like there were a lot of things that Ashley and her mom just have not even begun to work out. So, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if that, see, when I was watching it and I'm, I'm thinking, you know, and I see such a difference now in this episode with her and her mom, and there's still tension, there's still awkwardness, right. you know, but it made me wonder, like, the difference between those two girls is Ashley's older, mm-hmm. and there was a different man, different dad in the picture when Ashley, because, you know, they have different dads. Right. And I'm thinking, you know, so much we don't know about what would create such a different situation, and, you know, this one older daughter so much more bitter and and outspoken about it than Farah. Yeah. Just made me wonder, maybe we'll see that in her book, you know, since, since Farah's been here, we've been also plugging her book as well, which is for sale on Amazon uh, on uh, August 14th, I think. Yep. When it comes out, but you can pre-order it now. 
And speaking of Amazon, uh, Amazon, by the way, for all of you guys that are listening, if anybody's listening for the first time, you'll hear this for the first time. If you are, have been a listener, you'll hear it again. Uh, we are all here on a volunteer basis, and we do it because we love to do it. And it is there's a way that you guys can help us uh, and with monetarily. And you can do that by using the AfterBuzzTV.com website to get to Amazon when you make your purchases. So I always buy stuff on Amazon yeah. a lot. Matter of fact, I even uh, I bought something the other day. And I paid more for it on Amazon so that I could go through the AfterBuzz <laughs> site because I could have got it on eBay cheaper. It's a and smart it was, move. Yeah, the same thing. <laughs> but I figure, you know what, I'm trying to do what I'm asking everybody else to do. So um, anyway, very, you know, it, it's it's easy to do. If you're going to buy something on Amazon, all you got to do is go to the AfterBuzzTV.com website, click on the Amazon banner that's on our homepage, takes you right to Amazon, and then everything is just like normal. No higher prices for you, but we get a little bit of a referral fee for uh, sending traffic. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline to Amazon uh, and, and then, you know, when you purchase something. So please do that and thank you. Now, um, uh, Farah uh, has a date. Yes, she does. Okay. So Farrah, Farrah date, dates with Daniel. And what did you think of Daniel? I thought, and, you know, so much can be said about what really happened and what happened in, in post with the episode yes. and behind the scenes. But I will say that right out of the gate. Yes. Their dynamic, I thought, was so much better. Um, than the neighbor? Yes, than the neighbor. That's, that's <laughs> yes, exactly what I'm implying. Um, oh, my God, that's funny. What I thought was really interesting is that right in the beginning of the date, she tells Daniel about Sophia. So yes. that was surprising to me. I, I guess I was under the impression that maybe he had known because she said she met him through a friend. Yes. So that was surprising to me. But um, he handled it really well, and I thought, I thought yeah. that they were... they. Seemed to have a really nice time. Yeah, I I did particularly like his response when she said, "You know, I have a I have a little girl." Not so sure if I believe his reaction. Right. Like you're right. Okay, but a friend, dude, a friend who tells a friend, they're gonna say, "Yeah, hey, you know, well, what she look like? Does she have any kids? Does, you know, that information got there." Not to mention, Farrah's kind of a celebrity. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, a little <laughs> so. bit. Like, and this is season four. Exactly. This is not sixteen and pregnant, <laughs> where nobody knows yet. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So, but he was did a believable. It was believable. It was, you yeah. know. Um, but his 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 response was, "Hey, you know what?" Uh, you know, I'm familiar with kids. Yeah. You know, I was a kid, and there's always been kids around me, and I got a 43 year old brother or sister or whatever. So I liked it. I liked that he was exactly what Ferris said later when she was talking to her mom. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it was cool. It was nice to see he wasn't competitive. He wasn't easily offended. He also wasn't pushy, which wasn't I appreciated. Pushy, which the neighbor was totally pushy. Yes, very pushy. I was, I was thinking, what would it be like if, because, you know, Daniel was obviously smaller in stature than the neighborhood Hulk. Right. The, the other <laughs> dude. But um, Ferris seemed more relaxed, too, I noticed. She seemed to be enjoying herself genuinely more than she did with the neighbor. Didn't it look, it looked like on her face that she was attracted to him. Yes. Like she was like a little giddy. She 
liked it. So, yeah, so that was cool, which is going to be bad for the judgment later. But we know Farrah's uh, Farrah's smart girl when it comes to lots of stuff. Um, So she has a date with Daniel. And I guess from what we saw, it looked like it went well. Yep. But then apparently, I don't know how many days, she made it seem like it was an eternity. Yeah. You know, she's I'm ready to start back back to school, but I still haven't heard from Daniel yet. (laughs) Maybe it was only a day. Yeah. I was wondering... (laughs) I wonder how long that yeah. was. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> who knows? If they don't tell us. Maybe they don't tell us on purpose. Yep. Um, okay. So she's she then back to her mom, and she's like, they're still trying to enjoy their peaceful time. And she even says, you know what? Since Ashley's been gone, mm-hmm. she goes, I've been trying to really keep the peace with my mom. And tell me what you thought. At dinner, I was still like... Fairy is totally annoyed with her mom still. She, I feel like, and it's what we've seen through all of the seasons between Farrah and her mother. She just seems annoyed and short-tempered with her mom. And again, I think that goes back to us not knowing the full story. But I will say that she was able to control her annoyance, it seemed. She didn't seem as severe as she had in the past. And I appreciated the mom for not really... Well, here's the funny thing. And I don't know if you you saw this, too, afterwards. But during the dinner, we saw a dinner that was really calm. The mom brought... Brought up Daniel. They spoke about it. It was very brief. There weren't a million, you know, yes. 21 questions didn't happen. Yes. So I thought that was really great. And I was like, oh, that's so nice that her mom didn't butt in for once. And after the show, I watched an exclusive clip on MTV. Oh, man. It was an extended two and a half minute clip of the mom asking all about Daniel. Uh, just when you <laughs> thought we had a good one. Exactly. And some so, boundaries were kept. Yeah. Bam. But I will say that it wasn't as prying as it had been in the past. I mean, over the phone when she went out with her neighbor, her mom was just immediately diving right in and wanting yes. to know how old is he what does he do and her yes. mom seemed a little more open so i like that well see that's the thing to me and what i wrote here in my notes was dinner with mom talked about daniel Farrah's annoyed but mom is doing nice it's the same thing i said last week you know what it's clear that there has been damage in this relationship yeah. with her and her mom and her and, and, and her mom and her sister okay it's clear mm-hmm but at this point, if you guys are not all in therapy or you're not all doing something to fix it, right? You're, you're instead just like staying apart. They're staying apart. When there is an occasion, and you know, I'm not saying that it's even possible, but to me, this is what I would like to see people in this situation do. When there's an occasion where you get together and then you do nice, yeah, you like you do nice. You know, whether you're thinking nice or not, you do nice. Yeah, go ahead and enjoy that. Right. That's all you got. I, you know, I that's agree. all you got. And so that's why I was sitting there. I was watching Farrah. And, I, you know, it, the conversation started out. She wasn't annoyed. It started yeah. out like, and then all of a sudden, a couple of questions from her mom. And her mom is tossing in like, so what about Daniel? And then jumps right to, oh, well, that's that's nice to hear. You yeah. know, she's totally doing nice. Like, mm-hmm. there's nothing bad. But Farrah's <laughs> like, okay, mom. Yeah, we had okay, a good time. Mom. There's nothing bad. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I'm thinking, gosh, she is so annoyed yeah. with her mom. But, you know, her mom's doing nice. And then how about, like, well, towards the end of the clip that I've watched, because I didn't watch the extra yeah. one. Her mom, she's like, she's, mom is saying, like, well, you know, even though it was a short time, I enjoyed it. And Farrah's like, well, 
Hopefully you can come out again. I, I had that down in my notes, too. And next to it, I wrote sincere. Yeah, I put insincere invite because, oh, my God. Yeah. That, like, she she might as well have just said the opposite. She was looking down and kind of rolling her eyes at yes. the same time. Oh, so, it was, it was yeah, horrible. I caught that. Oh, my goodness. So, anyway, so mom's leaving. And... um this is this is probably one of the first times other than uh, than last week with Bentley. And I was wondering, well, you know, when they leave him in daycare and the cameras are still there, like he sees the cameras. Right. This when when his when her mom is going to go to the airport. Mm-hmm. I actually was in this case kind of aware of the cameras because it, this scene started and it looked like Farrah just got out of the shower. I mean, she had clothes on, yes. but her hair was still wet. And I'm like. I'm like, do they really, does MTV really like, okay, you're out of the shower? Okay, get your clothes on. Okay, we're bringing the camera into the sh- into the bathroom. Yeah. And then they're in the hall. And then Ferris going out the door. And each clip, I swear, was like a second. Yeah, it was and really I'm, quick. Yeah, there, and there was like five of them. Yeah, and I mean, we heard from our phone interview uh, two weeks ago mm-hmm. that they, they the cameras, they sleep with you in the room. I mean, it can be kind of invasive, it seemed. So maybe they stick around longer. And it also makes me wonder how how much of the day they're actually there filming. Because yes. especially, we haven't started Macy yet, but with right. Macy, her entire uh, story this episode, it seemed to be in one day. It was just one full day. Yes. And I don't know if you caught that, but she started her day, was wearing one outfit, did the whole bed. Oh, thing. I didn't notice her clothes. I just observed, okay. yeah, through the clothes and, and what she had been referring to that she was doing that day. Right. It was all just one long day. So it just got me thinking about the filming process with Teen Mom. Well, okay. So you thought about that, too, in this yeah. one. I, I just, to me, it was so like, like wow, they did all that filming for five one-second clips. Yes. And I'm, and I'm realizing, you know what? This is what they do in videos, in like music videos and stuff. They show the viewer like less than three seconds of something. Mm-hmm. But we get the image. I mean, I remember the bathroom scene. I remember the hall. I remember the closing of the door. Like, I remember all that. Exactly. Um, maybe there's something to that that we don't know. Maybe, oh, you know what? Uh, who would know is Phil would know and Kevin <laughs> Undergaro would know about that and yeah. John Comerford they would know all that stuff they host other shows and give you know they break down all true. that um, okay so now uh, the they drive to the airport okay and again mom's doing nice I'm gonna miss my babies blah 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 yeah. and and she's like you know what I had such a good time and I love you guys so much I think I'm just gonna come back I think I'm going to move here. I think I'm just going to just I'm just going to come back. I'm going to be here. Yeah. And Ferris like, like of all the things you could say. <laughs> she's like, "Okay, just don't try to live with me." Exactly. After we have already seen her father talk about how he wants to get a job and move down to Florida. They keep yeah. continually trying to move closer to Farah and be right there with her. I mean, I think that is an amazing thing for grandparents to do. Right. Because they are going to help Exactly. And and provide good loving help to the to the granddaughter. At no cost. At no cost. Uh also but but you know, on the contrary, like it wouldn't be smart of them, I think, because okay, your daughter just picked up and moved. Exactly. Picked up and moved. She might do it again. You know, and, and you're not gonna be able to say, But Farah, we moved out. She's gonna be like, That don't have nothing to do with me. If you want to come to Florida, she's telling you, you know, if you want to come to Florida, that's on you. It has nothing to do with me. I'm living my life. So I think it wouldn't be smart of them, but it is amazing that they're willing to do that. Oh, I agree. And I think also because we know Ashley is totally against her mom being around Sophia Mm -hmm. or any of the grandkids. So, you know, that's going to be like in Ferris here, too. Right. But what I saw on that trip to the airport was you know it felt awkward again it felt just like 
a little uncomfortable because we don't understand how we don't understand. I don't understand Farrah talking to her mom the way she does, constantly being annoyed. You know, don't know. So it's always like a uncomfortable. But um, what I what I see at the dinner and at the at the uh, in the car is that Farrah is has benefited, unlike Ashley, has benefited from this therapies. The, the therapy sessions that she's gone oh, to. Oh, yeah. I, I definitely think that she has it. I mean, even the progression from season one to now. You right. You can see that it's apparent that she has. She's able to talk. Ta- I feel like they're both tolerating one another, and there is there is love there, and it, it just is kind of overwhelmed with annoyance at times and, yeah. and, you know, struggling with the past. But Yeah, that stuff is blocking it. And the mom, I think, wants to be able to just, you know, just put aside, not deal with it. Right. Just set it aside and then just provide, you know, love and whatever. And Farrah just can't see, you know, everything. But she does better than Ashley does. And I'm wondering if, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking, man, Farrah, you got to, you know, you got to go like, it's your sister. Yeah. You know, you got to go like, tell her, share with her. You know, I don't know. Maybe they do. Maybe she says, I don't know. It makes me it makes me think about, um, I guess, the age in females and adolescents and teens and and the age at which you you come to a point where um, you love your family and need your family more. And I I feel like that's always something that you hear is that the older you get, the the closer you need to be with your family and the more they're going to mean to you. So it makes me wonder, at least, if maybe Farrah just hasn't gotten to that point yet, not only because she's not at that age, but because she's had to go through a lot at a very Mm. young age. So she never really had her teenage years to really do her own thing and she's just kind of skipped that and gone right into this other phase of, of living and maybe it just they need more time maybe that's at least what i yeah. was thinking about hey very good hopeful outlook i hope yes. you're right i just uh you know i think farah has benefited and is stronger and more healthy and self-aware and you know even though we still see some negative stuff it's still you know, she she's benefited from stuff, and I, I would love to see her sister, uh, you know, have the same sort of benefit. I agree. Um, but, you know, still, like, when she drops her off the airport, maybe it's because Sophia was in the car, but, like, she doesn't get out of the car. I, it really bothered me that she did the over, kind of over-the-shoulder pat with her mom and didn't, yeah, you know, at least undo your seatbelt and give her. Yeah, I know. It see? just made me sad because if I ever left my mom at the airport, I'd be in tears. And <laughs> yeah, we get out, getting out. We make sure the bag is down. Exactly. We give a hug. Maybe even park and go in. Maybe even park <laughs> and go in. <laughs> but, like I said, we, you know, it's all kinds of stuff here that we just don't get. Yep. We just don't get it. Okay, so... um then with Farah, uh, she get oh my gosh, she's so relieved to get this text from Daniel. Instant gratification yes, on you her see, face. They, I mean, like, you know, and MTV does a, such a good job of showing, you know, the they just get it across. You mm-hmm. know, they show her face, and um, she's happy, and they go horseback riding. So, um, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else to say about the horseback riding date, except <laughs> I don't know. They're talking. On the first date, they talked about going to Austin, Texas. On this date, they're driving the car. He's like, hey, you should come visit me at my house in Austin. And she's like, yeah, you know what? I'll plan on doing that. <laughs> like, you guys haven't even kissed yet. Of course, they solved that problem. Yes, but. at the very end. And again, it, it makes me wonder if maybe it was just the editing and that was just a reoccurring topic between the two. But I thought the second date was really cute. And compared to, again, the neighbor and their second date, much, much better. Um, better dynamic just in in general. I think that they seem to enjoy each other's company a lot more. So yeah. it's very cute. Uh-oh. I we have... got Annie. On uh-huh. the phone? We're ready to bring in Annie. 
Wonderful. Oh, let her in. Ring a ding ding. Sorry. Oh my God, it's really her. I'm making a pattern of this. <laughs> <laughs> I come from work. Welcome, Annie. We're going to get Annie situated. Um, while we're getting Annie situated, what I will do is I will remind our listeners and viewers that uh, AfterBuzz, all of the AfterBuzz shows are also found not only on streaming live on the AfterBuzzTV.com website, but they are also found on YouTube and, in particular, iTunes. Now, with the whole iTunes thing, one of the ways that you guys can really help us out, keep all this stuff going, keep the AfterBuzz icon in the prominent position on the iTunes podcast page and everything else is to go and review our podcast and rate them and comment. Later in the show, we're going to give shout outs to the people that did rate and comment uh, and, and read those and say thank you. So we'll do that as often as we can. But uh, I think it would be pretty cool if we had so many that we couldn't do it and we had spread it over multiple shows. That would shows. be great. So please do that. It's easy to do and it helps everybody and it helps AfterBuzz. Um, hi, Annie. Hi, guys. Okay, so we already passed Farah. Okay. Or wait, no, we're finishing Farah right yes. now. And I did both of the live commercial reads, so we're done with that. Cool. And now we can just talk about Macy and Amber and Caitlin. Awesome. Okay, so... Um, this one, I called it Macy Grows Up, okay? And not so much because, not, not because she grew up, but because her, her attitude, she was like forced. It was like she was forced to just accept how it's going to be dealing with Ryan, with this whole preschool thing. Mm-hmm. Um, she's taking Bentley to preschool, you know, which remember she said she didn't want to do. Right. And okay. she did, yeah. She, she did own. it. She did it. She walked in with him. And uh, I don't, I mean, I don't know what parents get down on their hands and knees and peek through the door, but that was kind of cool. <laughs> it was cute. Right? That was cool. Um, but what did you think about the whole Kyle, Macy, Ryan preschool thing? I thought, I mean, it didn't seem like there was much of a change from last week. I thought it was nice that when Macy and Ryan spoke on the phone yeah. and she was reminding him about dr- picking him, picking Bentley up from preschool, yeah. um, I thought that was really great that Ryan was just kind of like, okay, and and yeah, it'll give me a chance to go in and, and see the place. And I was like, okay, maybe. Yeah, but which Ryan was that? Around. The, the Ryan that's not around. Him, maybe. Oh. No, I don't think the parents. I think it's the Ryan that's not around. Dallas or his yes. parents. Oh, yes, there's there three Ryans. It's just it's just Ryan and Macy Ryan. That's right. <laughs> right. There's, there's three Ryans. Yeah. There's the Ryan that's just with you know thinking about Bentley and and Macy. There's the Ryan that's in front of Dallas, and there's the Ryan that's in front of his parents, which is my least favorite. Which is <laughs> <Just> on, <the, laughs> on so many uh, levels. Agreed. Agreed. Um, but yeah, so she takes him. She says, "Hey, you pick him up." He says, "Okay." Right. And then she does something she doesn't have to do is call him and remind him. Yes. That, you know, don't forget you're going to pick him up. Um, now, he's he's not I don't feel like Ryan is totally, totally 100 percent comfortable. But you're right. At least he was agreeable. Right. But how about Kyle? He's like there at one point. He was like saying trying to justify Ryan's explaining Ryan's perspective. He's like, you know what? He just doesn't 
understand the preschool is so important because he hasn't seen it there. Yeah. Well, did you, and and I don't know if I'm skipping ahead or going behind because no, okay. it kind of all happened in the same place, but the conversation that Macy and Kyle had uh-huh. uh, about Ryan, my jaw was just kind of down to the floor because I, I not only did I appreciate everything that they were saying, but it was just a reminder as to why I've been so frustrated with Ryan in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and they commented, Macy commented, and I wrote it down, she said, uh, referring to Ryan and how he doesn't understand and why it's necessary or good for Bentley to go to preschool. She mm-hmm. said, uh, I don't think they, meaning his parents, yes. honestly think about what's best for him. And if they did, they'd tell Ryan to move out. And then she kind of went into how, like, he didn't go to preschool. And Ryan doesn't Ryan doesn't know what Bentley needs because he can't even take care of himself. And then they yes. went on about that. And it was, yes. it was um, a great scene. Funny side note, I tell didn't me. go to preschool. Oh, no? no wonder. But I didn't think it was a big deal. I went to like um, kinder camp or daycare. Did you go to daycare? Something like it was uh-huh, like uh-huh. a, I don't know what it was, but. Well, preschool's before but kindergarten. But it's, it's good to socialize. And... Yeah, preschool's like, yeah. it is totally optional. Yeah. You know, it's not mandatory, right. but you get the social interaction. No, you get yeah. to learn the rules and, you know, do things on a schedule. So, you know, I see I see benefit in that. But, but exactly uh, regarding Macy's comment. And remember, that was actually a point of tension between her and Kyle. And I mean, it was like, definitely, you know, you know, they've had they've had their like arguments. Right. Mm-hmm. And they, they'll say mean stuff, you know, like everybody in a fight. Yeah. But most of the time they stay pretty calm. Mm-hmm. Kyle is a calm dude. And what happened was mm-hmm. he suggested he goes, uh, you know, well, uh, he, first he defends Ryan's perspective. Look, if he just sees Bentley at the preschool, then he's going to see how good it is. Right. Yeah. Then he's going to understand. And then she's like, he's like, you might want to talk to Jen and Larry about it, the parents, yes. to Ryan's parents. And she just immediately reacted to that. Yeah, that's no. her kid. Yeah, she was like, I don't want to ask them for their opinion because if I ask them for it, they're going to give it to me. I right. love that line. <laughs> yeah, isn't it that great? Why were they so against it again? Well, okay, so, so uh, Ryan's parents... They just have, in my opinion, they just have a blind support of their son. Yes. Mm-hmm. And any, no matter how big or small it is, if it looks like it might be in contrast to Ryan, they're just going to be like, well, Ryan, you're right, and she's wrong. Oh, like he can do no wrong. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, like her her mom's comment on when they talked about uh, why Bentley was at preschool that day, she was like, well, is she going to school or is she working? Mm-hmm. You know, on the day he goes to school, on the day he goes to preschool, and then Ryan was like, nope. Which was incorrect. Ryan said in that conversation, he said to his parents uh, that she didn't have school that day and that she was home. Right. And then they kind of mocked Macy and said, well, you'd think if it were her day, she would want to be with Bentley. But she did have class because in the beginning of the episode, right. she talked about how she had just finished class and then she had left with Kyle. And mm-hmm. that's when she called Ryan right. to remind him to pick up Bentley. Exactly. So. And it's only... You know, it's only two days a week. Right. right? Yeah. And so, yeah. So it's Not like, a okay. a big commitment. And it's for Bentley. Yeah. So for her mom to just say that, it's like, you know what? That's clear that she just supports Ryan. No matter what. No matter what. Well, the other thing I think bottom line is that Ryan's parents are selfish and that they want to spend more time with Bentley. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they all kind of, Ryan's parents and Ryan talked about in a group about how uh, Bentley never wants to leave when he comes there. And yeah. that they'd be fine just having Bentley there. But what they're not opening their eyes to is the fact that Bentley is only hanging out with adults. And it's not yes. the socialization that he needs right. as a three, a two and a half or three year old. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. not. It'll it'll make an easier transition yeah. to kindergarten. It right. Will. Exactly. I mean, Anyway, but you know what? I at the same time, you know, I like families that stick together. 
you know, I'd want my mom to have my back mm -hmm. if I was in a situation right. where something was going on. But, um, okay, so all that being said, you know, we it, like uh, Ryan gets vilified in this too. Apparently he's hanging out with Dallas mm -hmm. two hours away from the preschool and just calls and says, hey, I was hanging out with my girlfriend and... What did he say? I got stuck? He said he got stuck. That was his explanation. I was kind of confused, actually. I was hoping maybe you guys picked up on it. But he said that he got stuck because he was with Dallas. But then after he got off the phone with Macy, yeah. he was on the phone with, with Dallas later in the day. Yes. And she was coming to meet him. And so I was kind of confused, thinking, weren't you just with each other? Why weren't you together doing the pickup? And oh, that were doesn't you matter. actually with Dallas? That or? doesn't matter. They're in love, honey. They're gonna oh, they're, look. Goodness. They're just gonna break for an hour. It's like, oh, I miss you. I can't wait to see you. Those, those two. This um, is like his third girlfriend. I feel like yeah. since yeah. Bentley. Well, this one, uh, I've I've been watching them on Twitter, mm -hmm. and um, Dallas is this fitness health nut. You know, but it's actually very inspiring. She takes pictures of what her meals are, and they look, oh, they're they're totally healthy. I'm like, yeah. I look that out. Oh, I want to eat that. I want to be healthy <laughs> like that. But she works out all the time, and you know, and like her uh, Ryan's little description is, you know, I'm this. I'm a dad on on MTV's Team Mom, blah blah blah, and I love my girlfriend Dallas. And then when they're you know they're hanging up the phone, they're like, I love you, I love you. Yeah, that was the first time that we heard him say, I love you yes. out loud, which was a big moment. I, was, I, I felt like that was a big deal. Yeah, like, okay, how long have they been together? Thank you. This is your, your boyfriend and girlfriend. You, you in love? And not only did he say it, but he said it while in the car with Bentley, who heard him say that and immediately Ooh. said, was that, was that yeah. Mimi? Was that grandma? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Because you said you love her, right? That yeah. had to be somebody I know that, you know. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Like, little kid He's picked gonna up on confused. that. He's going to be confused. Yeah. Little kid picked up on that. And... But he didn't want to talk about Dallas, yeah. right? Because when Ryan said, oh, no, that was that was Dallas, he's like, okay, well, what about Grandma? Does she miss me? You know, where are they at? You know, mm -hmm. I need to interrupt just to yes. comment on something that Please. I thought was so incredibly funny. Um, circling back, when Macy was speaking with Kyle about Ryan, she commented on how he doesn't have a job, still lives at home, uh -huh. and what was it? Uh, no job, doesn't go to school, and still lives with his parents, and they're always around. He can't do anything independently, yes. which was... Uh, corrected on Twitter by Ryan apparently after Tuesday night's airing that he said uh, as an update I do have a, f a job that's five days a week so at least that's he's true. working now that's I saw good because that. what I else was, was he great. doing all day yeah well he's got a lot of toys he was riding the dirt bike with Dallas <laughs> right his dirt bike yeah <laughs> oh my gosh but I it may be I don't know maybe he's I don't know if his parents would force him to work or not no, um, I don't think, I don't think they, they did. Because once she got pregnant, he should have gotten a job. Yeah. yeah. And he let it go that long without working mm -hmm. or gone to so school. So the parents are paying for... Yeah, you know what? The, to look at it from their perspective, if they want to see their grandson more, mm -hmm. right? She's probably feeling like, why is he going to daycare? I'll take care of him. Yeah. You know, the mom. Because remember, Macy said the mom takes, work, takes off work mm -hmm. whenever Bentley comes over. Right. Right? And so it's like... You know, and I, I can understand she wants to be with him, but Macy feels like that that's just another way of her doing Ryan's job. Exactly. Yeah. So. I found it uh, incredibly entertaining, and it also kind of verified what Macy was saying about Ryan. But when Bentley and Macy and Kyle got back to the house and they were waiting for Ryan to pick up Bentley, <laughs> and you know what I'm going to yes. say, don't you? Uh, and she said, you're going to go to Daddy's house. And Bentley laughed to himself and said, <laughs> 
that's not daddy's house. That's Mimi's house. (laughs) And for a two and a half year old to know the difference and laugh about it. I mean, obviously, he probably wasn't laughing about it. But just the way that he said it, I was laughing out loud. I thought it was a great moment. Macy clearly had to hold back from just busting out laughing. She was like, she's like, yo, you're right. Some people make Macy out to be uh, someone who kind of rags, nags on Ryan and what he does. But when the little kid who's two and a half years old is also saying the same thing, what else are we supposed to think? Well, I I do wonder if it's not because a lot of times I see Bentley and Kyle talking about stuff in front of, I mean, sorry, Kyle and Macy talking about stuff in front of Bentley. Yeah, that's true. And he, I mean, the kid is obviously smart. You know, I mean, he's 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 already manipulating with his fake crying. That was totally fake crying, by the way, when he in the beginning of the show. Yes. When she was saying, "Do you no want to go to preschool?" Just whining. Yeah, and, and then he's whining, and she's saying, "Do you don't want to go because you're a mama's boy?" He said, "Uh huh." Because I'm your little son. I can't. You know, he knew exactly. What he was yeah. Doing. He did the same thing when she wanted to go to school. Yeah. He's like, "No, you yep. don't. He's can't hugging go. her. Yep. And when he realized that I'm not going to win, he's like, "Okay, bye." <laughs> he just goes back to playing. Okay, so now. Amber returns. Amber returns. Oh, one final note before we move on to Amber is that uh, I did not like, and you'll, I think, agree with me, I did not like that Ryan's parents were pushing him to try and get full custody of Bentley again. It was brought up again. Yes, it was. They just want him for themselves. Yeah, that's not right. And it's not going to happen in court anyways. They're not going to take. Well, now I'm going to, and I'm going to disagree, and and I'll tell you why. Um, His mom... It does. It, it is annoying his, yes. the way his mom goes at it, you know, right. because it seems like you know you're. It's almost like what Macy said. You're actually just doing this for the sake of supporting your son mm-hmm. blindly without realizing what's best for Bentley, right? Mm-hmm. But the dad said something that I think is very valuable. Not even so much uh, that it's like just for Ryan, but when you have, in, in my experience, when you have a situation where things are not defined, then. Actions can be, or then it, it gives power to actions that can be based on emotion. So, mm-hmm. in other words, he said to Ryan, he said, "Listen, you since, until you get everything ironed out and in in writing with the court, he said she can do whatever she wants, and you can't say anything about it. And that's the truth, right? He can't if she says, you know what, I'm going to keep him on the day that you're supposed to have him. He's got if he doesn't have a, a court sealed document." then he can call the police and they can't do anything. Right. Yeah. But in my opinion, why fix what's not broken? Um, I I know my parents divorced, not to make it personal, but my parents yeah. divorced and they never went. We never went to court. There was no custody Ooh. ever given. So it was just a good balance between parenting. And I think that they've been able to do that so far. And in my opinion, Ryan doesn't want full custody of Bentley because he's yes. still irresponsible. He'd have to and grow up. If you noticed at the very the, the very closing scene of, of Ryan and Bentley and his parents was uh, the two parents sitting with Bentley. And Ryan was off to the side. He wasn't interacting. He wasn't playing. I think he was on his phone. It, yeah. He just, it, from what we see, it just doesn't mm-hmm. seem like he's that interested in being a full custody dad. Yeah, right. you can see it's the parents. Yeah, in in Ryan's eyes, it probably isn't broken, right? And doesn't need to be fixed. In his parents' eyes, it it's broken. It right. needs to be fixed, right? So yes. so yes, agreed there. Okay. Um, I didn't see the entire episode, so okay. that's well, why that's I'm okay. so quiet. That's okay. You 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 know enough. You know enough. Okay. okay, I follow these people since they were 16. So yeah. So Amber returns. Amber is coming out of 60 days of rehab. That doesn't seem like enough time. It doesn't seem like enough it time. It obviously wasn't enough time. Especially because this girl is 
oh my God, she's sedated and lethargic. Still. Still. Every single scene, I'm like, you're going to fall asleep in the middle of your sentence. (laughs) I know. Her eyes are just like... Like half closed. Yes, and I'm thinking... I wanted. I was hoping that uh, we have a caller that used to call in to a show from Canada. Her name is Amber G. If you're listening, Amber, call in. She is a therapist, and she used to give us some good feedback. And mm-hmm. I wanted to ask someone like her, you know, at what point do you start question whether the medication is correct? Right. You right. Know? I mean, are they just expecting this girl to go through the rest of her life sedated and slurring her words? Exactly. I, I really was like, you know, I'm I'm not the only one. We're all seeing it. You know, so clear, yeah. clearly, the- and if she has an addiction problem, they're gonna give her that much. She's gonna like require that from now on. They're not gonna be able to slowly wean her off that. She's gonna need something. Yes, no matter what it is. No matter what it is, and we know later that that's exactly how she felt that she was addicted to the stuff they yeah. were giving her. Yeah, I say give her some placebos. <laughs> give her some placebos. You know, tell her it's the drug. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, just pretend. I don't know. I see. I, and I don't know what I know she's bipolar, okay? Right. But and I don't know which medication she was she's on at this point in the episode. Yeah. But it is clearly something that just keeps her, you know, sedated and cool and calm. Yeah. Because when we've seen her storm off or get she has these it, she gets enraged, yeah. right? And physical. Yeah, and then all bets are off. There's no rules. She'll say whatever comes to her mind. Yeah. She'll say whatever mean things she'll hit, she'll Slam doors, whatever it is, doesn't matter who's there, even the cameras, whatever. Yeah. And so it's like, you know She's what? She's enraged. Yeah. Maybe, maybe this is the type of drug that you don't just have a 60 day stint in rehab. Maybe this is the type of drug where they drug you heavily for a much longer period of time so that they can get this information into you. That's right. True. And and get create some habits with you. Mm-hmm. Right. So so then and then get you off the medication. I don't know. We don't know what's on their little clipboards. Yeah. You know? yeah. But I do I do question like how are you just gonna let this girl it's volunteer, right? But how are you gonna medicate her like this and not, you know, talk about it? Mm-hmm. Um but yeah. so there's her mom. Her mom cleaned her whole house and got it ready for her. Groceries. Groceries, paid the bills or whatever, took care of all the stuff. Yeah. That's Um, sweet of her. Yeah, sweet of her. But her mom, and she calls Gary and she says, hey, I'm here at the house and, and, you know, I'm getting ready for Amber to come back. But her mom, to me, just looks so worried. Yeah. You can see concern. You can you could totally see concern. I mean, like to me, it was almost like fear. It's because she's like a ticking time bomb, and you never know when she's gonna go off. Totally, totally. I think you know Gary's scared. The yeah. mom is scared. They're scared of what this girl's gonna do. You know yeah. what's most interesting to me is that Amber also said she was scared. So it's it's it seems of what she we could have, do. Well, yeah. she said that she was scared that Gary won't know the new person that she is. She yes. cla- she's claiming before leaving that she's a new person, and she's scared that Gary won't know how to deal with her. The new Amber, that is. Mm-hmm. So we have That's Amber. Hard to believe. Exactly. We have Amber concerned about that and Gary concerned about his, you know, very normal and I, I think accurate concerns about Amber coming home from yeah. how she had been in the past. And like you said, the mom just was oozing concern from her face. And yeah. even when he came to visit her when she was at rehab, supposedly changing, you saw where she stormed off when they were in that therapy session, yep. just like she used to. Like she's not going to. 
Just like used to. And I, I noticed that she wasn't as, didn't appear to be as sedated during that time. Right. During that, you know, whole interaction. Like, she was more alert. Mm-hmm. Still a little bit. But, like, this time, it was just, the whole time it was ridiculous. But, yeah, she was talking about, I'm not the person I used to be. She's doing a lot of, she's really positive in her words. Mm-hmm. And she's away from everybody and talking to the therapist and stuff. She's really, po- it's when she gets near anybody who was in her like, past before. Yeah, or even the guy that she had a fight with in the in the therapy group. Right. Right? Last week or whichever week it was. Mm-hmm. So it's anybody that like disagrees with her or criticizes her, she just it's it's really difficult. She reacts. Yeah. But you know, she gets some straight talk from JJ before she leaves mm-hmm. and he's like, "Look, you have to at least do the right actions. You have to keep your appointments, you have to go to the, you know, mm-hmm. outpatient place, you have to do all this stuff." And she's like listing off the stuff that she wants to do, right? You want to get a job. I want to get a car. You know, I mm-hmm. want to do this. I want to be, you know, uh, a better person, a better this. It's all, you know, really good self-talk she's doing, but nobody's buying it. Right. You know? It sounds just like a lot of therapy sessions, and she's just regurgitating all the information, but she's yeah. not really, like, trying to apply it. Yeah, and I wish that she... uh you know, the thing is, we know what's going to happen. Yeah, so. it's already. She was very back and forth, too. Throughout therapy, we heard her say that she was um, hesitant to be back with Gary because they obviously have their issues. Gary mm-hmm. came. Yes. They talked about um, uh, trust going issues. Steady, oh, yeah. Dating. Going steady. Right. And, and then this episode, we hear that her last thing on the list was to get a house that she, Gary, and Leah could live in. Yeah. And I'm like, girl, <laughs> yeah. figure it out. You're all over the place. You, exactly. She was hypocritical to what her own thoughts were. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's no surprise that she is where she is right now because of that. And, I mean, from experience, like, when you have a relationship that young, when you're in high school, you always resort to those same reactions. You, you talk to that person the same way. Like, they're always going to have that childish relationship because that's what they started off as. Yes. Yeah. Especially yes. when she and anyone in general, I feel, just doesn't distance themselves. When you go yeah. through as as much as they have, they really need to or needed to just stop talking. Yeah, At cut off. I, I know it's hard with a, a child. I know that that makes it even more difficult, but it's mm-hmm. not impossible. And if they had done it, gotten it out of the way, they could be in a much better place now. And it would have been so temporary compared to what Leah's had to go through right. long term. Yeah, I think that um, I think that Gary is really the only person that she can imagine there, and she really doesn't want to be alone. I think she thinks of being alone, especially with Leah, because there's times when she gets impatient, she gets overwhelmed. Right. Uh, She, I think she really doesn't want to be alone, and the only person that she can, you know, imagine being there would be Gary, and so she's just totally just wants that to happen, no matter what. I want to get that really fast and be done with it, and not have to deal with any people. But, you know, it's just not realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so uh, to, to wrap up Amber real quick, you know, she get, she her little drugged out self gets her daughter back and is like talking to her and slurring her speech and all this <laughs> stuff. And I'm just going, man, it's like she had too much wine, but she didn't. <laughs> and she I don't know if you noticed this. And this is, I guess, just my opinion. But it was kind of obvious. Yes. She gave Leah a bag of gifts at the very end of the episode. Uh huh. They were all of the free gifts that she got Got. at therapy. It was a hat that was twice the size of Leah's head. And then this really, I I love the idea of giving your daughter a necklace, but she pulls out this necklace and and Leah goes to put it on and it's down to her knees because (laughs) it's so big. There are smaller necklaces. I'm just saying. I don't think that was originally intended for her. No, I don't think so. I think Amber is just walking around in a stupor and then she's like, Leah's coming today. Oh, oh, I have to get her presents. (laughs) 
um, oh, this she'll like this. This is pink. You know, she's just, <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, poor thing. We want, you know, she's just got a lot of challenges going on right now. Yeah. So I'm seeing from our, uh, from Marissa Movies that we are running uh, close to the end of the show. And we have so much news and gossip to talk we about. We really do. So um, let's do this. Uh, was that, Marissa Movies, was that like five minutes to commercial or five minutes left? Um, it's not Marissa Movies, but that doesn't matter. Uh, Benjamin, you had such a dainty hand. <laughs> Thank you. Um, about five minutes left. <clears throat> okay, five minutes left. Commercial if okay, you want. Uh, let's go ahead and do commercial, and then when we come back, we're going to finish up with uh, Caitlin and Tyler, and we're going to do news gossip and shout-outs. Hey there, good buddies. The handle's Wooly Bear. I'm a truck-driving man, but I'm not that old-school kind of truck-driving man, no. I like to listen to podcasts while I'm driving through these great United States of ours. And my favorite podcasts in the world are from AfterBuzz TV. And why? Because <laughs> AfterBuzz TV is like a post-game wrap-up show for all your favorite TV shows. Like Jersey Shore, Dancing with the Stars, Mad Men, and a whole truckload more. I like listening to my Gossip Girl podcast, catching up with all my fellow fans and getting all the latest news and gossip. You know, I got some strong opinions. And AfterBuzz TV lets me share those opinions with thousands of other listeners. What a feeling. I used to doze off on those lonely stretches of road. And don't worry, I got the cruise control. But now I'm wide awake and listening to all the AfterBuzz TV goodness. <laughs> Check them out. Give them a holler. And tell them the old woolly bear sent you. Benjineer, you're a liar. <laughs> yeah, I'm a filthy you, liar. You know what? Actually, it's probably you're such a liar. It's probably Mercer Movies in there. That's, what, that's how bad of a liar you are. <laughs> mm-hmm. Five minutes turns into ten. Well, okay. Crystal welcome. was right. You were wrong. Let's get to it. Okay, let's get to it. News and gossip soundtrack, please. After TV News. Crystal with, and Crystal with the news. Aha. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, actually, Ed, why don't you start and talk about your news and then I'll... Which one? I got lots of them. All right. Well, you know what? I'll start. Um, okay. Small thing. Macy dyed her hair orange and black. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Yes. Ooh. Minor little update. Like highlighted, uh, or? orange on top, black on bottom. So she's oh no longer a blonde. That's awful. She tweeted, "I'm bad." <laughs> okay, so you want me to go with mine? <laughs> yes. Okay, so I'm going to talk about what I found. The HollywoodGossip.com uh, reported by way of Us Weekly: Teen Mom star Macy Bookout broke up with Kyle King after two years of dating this winter but sources report that their relationship is not over. Macy moved out of the home they shared with her son, Bentley, into a bachelorette pad in Chattanooga, Tennessee. She moved out, living with her friends. <clears throat> Much as that would signal that she and Kyle were over for good, Macy's on the brink of reuniting with Kyle, this source tells us weekly. The source says they still hook up, and lately they have been inseparable. Now, why has she made a change of heart? It's because she was watching the show, and she basically got a wake-up call courtesy of the season premiere this year when she watched her and Kyle fight. And even though that was a year old, that was it made her realize how crazy she's been acting, says the insider. The MTV reality star isn't opposed to a long-term relationship with Kyle King, but realizes that the key to a lasting bond is a bit of distance short-term. I think Kyle and I could make things work right now, she says, but we'd rather figure ourselves out first and then try to make a life together. I'd be lying if I said I didn't think Kyle was the one, um, Macy says, 
but I'm only 20. There's no need to rush into anything. Yes. I also wow. read Life and Style had uh, an article about the same subject, and it commented on how they wanted to take things slow, and there are whispers of engagement being around the corner. But exactly. how close... Time will only tell. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, we also saw in, um, where was this one? This, oh, this was in OK Magazine. Sean, Amber's brother, basically reported to OK Magazine, if it's true, mm-hmm. that she, although she re- initially regretted her decision to go to the five-year term, you know, jail term, she's actually feeling good, loving being sober, mm-hmm. getting the help she needs. She feels like she's getting healthier and is hoping that she's going to be able to like have parole Right. And she talks to Leah every day still, according to her brother. Okay. So that's very nice. That is very nice. Also in the gossip is Janelle and Kiefer dating again. Gary oh Head, oh, ex-fiance, out of the picture now. And I don't, I mean, come on. This dude ripped up the letter and he put it on pictures of it on, he tweeted pictures of the love letter that they, I mean, what are they back? Come on. I know. That's not going to work in the Young long run. <sighs> Yeah. On again, off again, but they're back together. And look, I wish them the best. Uh, I think I'm gonna. What's her face? Uh, Janelle sells these like room scent things, and so does Dallas and Ryan. Scentsy, have you seen this product? No, I no. haven't. Yeah, Scentsy. They sell these things like Amway products or something, and like you, you know, aromatherapy stuff. Oh boy. And anyway, so if you buy it, they get kickbacks from that. Uh huh. Anyway, Yikes. So. I have a couple more things to add. Yes, add. Uh, Caitlin and Tyler just celebrated their eight-year anniversary. Still going strong, so that's a little giveaway to the end of the season. We know they're still together. And additionally, this is rumored, so I don't know how reliable it is, but I read, according to Teen Mom Junkies, Uh that uh Farah has been using a Sugar Daddy dating site, (laughs) SugarDaddies.com. I I know. I know it's on the left That is gossip right there. (laughs) We will find out. That is some juicy gossip. I like that one. I believe it. SugarDaddies.com. How obvious can you get? Uh, okay, so um, well, we should we should wrap up with Caitlin and Tyler, mm-hmm. and then then I'll give the shout outs that I have from the reviews that we got. Uh, okay, Sweet. so uh, Caitlin and Tyler in this episode, it was all about uh, Tyler being worried about Caitlin and her school mm-hmm. going okay? to school. And this yeah. is you know I'm glad they're still together and it's great, but this is just a disaster waiting to happen. Yeah, yeah. and the reason is because. She really hates school, and he really is really scared. I've never seen him, even when he's talking about his dad, I've never seen him like that scared mm-hmm. as when he was talking to his mom. And she was like, well, what if she doesn't want to go to school? He's he's like, Terrified. what do you mean? I didn't even think of that. Is that possible? He's exactly. going, yeah. oh, my God, I didn't even think of that. He's like, and he says, if she decided that she wasn't going to school, I might have to break up with her. Uh, Tyler said something very, very mature. I yes. I heard in this episode, yes. and yeah, yeah, you always catch the good yeah, stuff. Yeah, sorry, too. yeah, go ahead. Um, but he commented saying that single moms work, go to school, and take care of a kid. So there's no reason that Caitlin can't do it too. Yeah, I thought that was just so powerful coming from him. It was, and and he also when he was talking to his mom, he's able to articulate these very mature things, right? And he said, you know what, she's got to go to school because mm-hmm. I'm going to school and we're together. Yeah, and I can't be like living my life up on this rung of the ladder. He mm-hmm. said. And then she's like down here doing God knows what or whatever. He, he, mm. he said, she said, what if Caitlin doesn't want to go to school? And Tyler goes, 
Well, what what else is she gonna do? <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say, doesn't she want to like counsel girls and go into social work? She's gonna mm-hmm. have to get yeah she something totally wants to for do that. It. And she was talking to her mom, and her mom's like, "So you still want to be a teacher?" And you know, she's not in school right now, and like the deadline is approaching for financial aid and to sign up for school. It's approaching, and her yeah. mom is nagging her, and Tyler's nagging her, and their friends are nagging her, and her mom's like, "Well, do you still want to be?" And she's like, "Yeah." She goes, "But she goes, I really hate school, and why can't I just go work?" Why can't I just go be the counselor? No one likes school. Yeah, well. Like, yeah. I wasn't excited to go to college. I, I mean, excited? I was excited to, like, party and <laughs> live on my own, but I was like, yay, homework. Like, no one likes class, and that's well, the downside of it, but there's so many good sides. Yes, and that's exactly what I'm sure Tyler would say. to tell her, yeah. Tyler would say, look, nobody likes school, but you got to do it. And <clears> don't <throat> give me no crap about it. you can't do it or you're too busy because there's people with a lot more going on than you that are doing it. Like right, yeah, yeah. And he, okay. he also spoke of wanting to climb the ladder with Caitlin, and he, he spoke to his mom, quoting, uh, I, I'd probably be gone if Caitlin yes. didn't go to school because I can't be with someone who doesn't have goals. Yes. So. I mean, he's just, he's just mind-blowingly mature. Yes. I know. And it's just like, whoa. Yeah. And then in the end of the show, he's sitting there in a fetal position, <laughs> like, are you going to make the call for the financial <laughs> aid? Can you please just call mm-hmm. so I can like, come out of He's a worrier. Yeah. Okay. And she's like, okay, I'll call. And she calls. And I'm like, I'm thinking, how easy was that? You know, you called and in 30 seconds you had an appointment for the financial aid. Probably should have done that earlier. Yeah. yeah. But the thing is, you know what? She doesn't want to. Yeah. So, and she might say she does to him and say, I'm gonna, but she doesn't really want to do it. She's doing mm-hmm. it because she feels obligated because they're right. telling her. Yeah. And you know what? In the end, that's the same as doing it. Like, just like Farrah's mom is doing nice. Hey. You do nice, then I'm going to accept nice. Yes. You do school, I'm going to accept school. Tyler accepts it. So that was cool. Um, I have to throw out there really quick, too. I was out of town last week, and I was from my hometown, Ohio. I was there, and I have a lot of friends that are big Teen Mom fans, and everyone was talking about Farrah, and they were, like, so excited they got to meet her, and they were asking what she was really like, and Uh it was just really cool that I got to tell them about her. Oh, okay. See, I thought you were going to come with, like, a whole list of, like, 25 shout-outs that you had to give me. (laughs) Oh, no. That was it. My girl. (laughs) No, no. That's not. No. No shout-outs. Okay. Well, speaking of shout-outs, and this is, uh, we're going to wrap it up before Benjineer comes in here and, like, kicks this out um i want to i want to give credit or mention the people that actually took the time like we always request to comment and rate on itunes and uh and on youtube so uh let's see nick duck red (laughs) this is just three days ago uh said great show i like how everyone adds something new and good to the show very Thank nice. You, Nick a duck. <laughs> uh, good, good girl. Good girl gone bad. Nineteen eighty four says. I think Deborah latches onto Sophia so tightly because her relationship with her own daughters is horrible. Yep. Bentley should go to preschool. It's good for him. I went to preschool myself at two, and it got me with kids my own age since I didn't have siblings. He doesn't have brothers and sisters. That's perfect. He needs Such to get with the kids. Uh, Meg Shat 18. I love your show. I watch every week and I always want to call in, but I live on the East Coast. So by the time y'all do the show, it's late. But I really would love to call and talk to you guys. Um, it's 10 o'clock, right? Well, maybe he got caught on the whole Viacom DirecTV oh, thing. Oh, and then it was real Yeah, because this was five days ago. Well, yeah. we're back. Yeah, we're back. Woo-hoo. We're, you know, if- if, if Meg Shed 18 can stay up a little bit, you know, then uh, we hey, love feel free to call in. A call. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> oh, go ahead. Say the, say the number. Sorry. I always forget it. 424 256 1729. Did I get it right, Benjamin? Is that really it? That is correct. Woo! Oh, my God. <laughs> 
See, it was he was lying. <laughs> she was lying. It was uh, Marissa movies in I there. Think they okay, switched it we're up. almost done. Uh, okay, so now we're that was YouTube. We're gonna go to iTunes. We've got five stars from uh, this is an unpronounceable name, Figure de Widgets, something like that. It sounded right. <laughs> and she said. I live the show, Teen Mom. <laughs> Not so sure if she meant live or love, but either one could be true. If, if you live, call in, tell us about it. <laughs> if this, if she lives the show, Teen Mom, I like it. We want to hear. Uh, we got three out of five stars from Lissa Beth. Lissa Beth. It's a good podcast, but needs to be updated. I'm not sure what that means. <laughs> and you know what, Crystal? I'm not going to read the long one. There's another oh. one. Teresa. Read the highlights of it. Okay. Ter- ter- there's a highlight. <laughs> Teresa5155. I love, love, love listening to Ed's recap. We found oh, Ed's. He just wanted one to fan. read that part. Yay. Yeah. It- it's actually like a whole paragraph. Yes, it was. It was a very. Yeah, I was all excited. about you. Yeah, yeah, she's like, I need to have my own talk show, and Phil does not agree. By the way, <laughs> Philly D. I Phil. think you should too. Thank you. Well, you know what? I kind of do. There you go. And I've had Where's celebrities your on here today. Oh, she is otherwise occupied. So well, we miss Isabel. Yeah, we do miss Isabel. Isabel return soon, and um. That's going to be it, except uh, we want to make sure we can go to predictions now, Marissa Movies, because Crystal wants to make sure and talk about it. And now, you're after Buzz TV. All right, so not so much predictions as previews for next week's episode. My jaw was to the floor. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to start out um, with Farah. She... Allows Daniel to meet Sophia, so I think that's a really big oh, move. Oh, that's right. Wow. Really big move. Um, Amber, <laughs> Amber's home, and yes. we hear a little bit of a conversation of Amber on the phone with Gary. Gary raises his voice, and immediately Amber responds back by swearing and says, Why are you yelling at me, you P.O.S.? Yeah. Very loud, very angry, very the Amber that we're used to seeing. Right so, back at it. Yeah. Didn't like that. And... Drums, please. Most importantly, um, Butch is back in jail. There is a, a, That's right. I never yeah. saw that coming. I actually yes. did see that. Oh. Butch is back in jail. What did he do, I wonder? He got in a fight. He beat up uh, Caitlin's mom. Beat up Caitlin's mom. Oh, wait. Oh, I no, thought, see, I thought he just said he got in a fight. Oh, no. he. We uh, Tyler was on the phone with, and I, I initially thought it was his mom that he was on the phone with, but it wasn't. Uh, it was Caitlin's mom because he texts her afterwards and says, Butch is back in jail. He beat up your mom. And we hear the mom on the phone saying that she looks like a bruised rag doll. I forget the specific term, but something oh, happened. No, that there was is an altercation, up. and she was bruised from head to toe uh, from the sounds of it. So well, I predict it was because she said, "Yeah, while you were in jail, I started. I had you know yes. went on dates or relationship." That's oh yeah, she also said to Tyler that Butch came to the house looking as though he were high on. God knows Something. who, what. Well, we know it's drugs. not. We know he's not a juice head. It wasn't alcohol. <laughs> Whatever he was doing before, is he a crackhead? He's uh, cocaine and marijuana cocaine is his drug of choice. Yes. Yeah. and he's As we proud know. to admit it. Yeah, but do not call him an alcoholic. He does. It's not alcohol. <laughs> That's what he said last week. So. Was, cocaine so, is better. Very, yeah, very excited for next week. Yes. That's going to be juicy. I'm going to watch uh, it from beginning to end and give a little excellent. more input. You come in and you host. We'll just sit back and I'll be on time too, guys. Really? Uh, yes. <laughs> All right. I like that. Okay. Uh, well, for uh, Ed Bowling, uh, at Ed Bowling on Twitter, I am your host. We also have... Annie Demian, at Annie Demian on Twitter. Okay. And Crystal Ackley, and I'm at Crystal Lee, L-E-A. See you guys next week. 
From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Thank <laughs> you.